thanks for joining me today. I have Daniel Kwok with me today. And for the listeners, Daniel is an Asian working as a senior specialist programmer and was previously working as a principal programmer in a pharmaceutical industry. He started off his career in a um, as a statistician after graduating from University of Reading and I feel like I have a lot to learn from him today about his role and the industry itself. So hi Daniel and thank you for joining me today. Hey no problems, how have you been? I've been well thank you and how have you been? How was Chinese New Year's? Yeah uh, it was quite um, quite a low-key one this year obviously mm-hmm. um, because of the pandemic and everyone being locked in, locked yeah. down so yeah, uh, I think our nephews enjoyed it quite a lot because uh, they get to dress up and things. But yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll get to yeah. celebrate with them uh, when we come out of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot about the red envelope quite a bit because I feel like that's the thing that everyone oh, yeah. else also normally knows about because we see it quite <laughs> a lot on media. Um, so is that a big part of like the celebrations? Like you said, it's probably more so for your nephews, right? And your nieces. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much giving luck uh, to them. So uh, they're very... Um, excited when they see um envelopes and things like that oh yeah i remember i feel like when i was a kid and when we have our own celebrations as well like the presents and the gifts were like the most fun bits (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cute um so before i just dive in i just wanted to know a little bit more about you um so were you born in the uk or was it like um more of a you moved here at a young age yeah, so I was um, I was born in the UK. Um, right. Parents um, came from Hong Kong um, oh, nice. in the yeah seventies or so. Right. Um, so yeah. So has your education been in the UK then, like your whole life? Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so grew up and went to um, uh, high schools and um, primary schools all the way through. Nice, nice. So, right, I'm slightly nervous to dive into a conversation today only because, like, what you do feels a little out of my depth. But then saying that, I am still very curious to learn more about it. So could you kind of explain what a specialist programmer does? And does this role vary according to, you know, different industries? Or I don't know if I'm asking a very silly question right now. Yeah, no, so... um, so the programming role that I have is uh, basically, um, so I work in the uh, pharmaceutical industry. So we work a lot on clinical trial data and that data needs to be analyzed mm-hmm. and interpreted um, and also to work out whether drugs are um, safe uh, to use mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's effective. Um, so my role is literally to um, uh, pull the data together uh, from all the different um, sites where it's collected and to analyze it and put them in an in interpretable fashion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I suppose you kind of get all these numbers and make sense of it and then, yeah, yeah like present them in a way that everyone can understand, I suppose. Literally, yeah. 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 Um, so do you like, obviously, um, is there set projects for different, say, products and stuff like that? Or how does it work? I mean, what does like your like say in one day what does it look like is does it vary or is it pretty much like very similar um is is it a very similar task that you do on a daily basis uh so usually we're aligned to particular projects um so uh in my particular role so i we i lead a um a particular study 
um, on the programming side of things, um, getting the data ready. So um, the role, the um, the area that I'm in is oncology, which is like right. cancer trials. Nice, right. Um, so, so literally, um, it's getting making sure that we get the data in-house um, and interpreting that um, and, and uh, analysing it um, throughout the throughout the duration of the study. So, particular in particular, cancer trials can last um, quite a long quite a long time five, mm-hmm. six, seven plus years. Um, so yeah, just making sure um, we've got we've got the data ready and um, yeah and analysing it. Yeah, um, I feel like it's such um, an important part, you know, the data aspect of any job, really, because yeah, that's definitely. where you see all the results and like you see a trend and a pattern. And yeah, um, I mean, obviously, you've been working in a pharmaceutical industry for the past few years. Is there a particular reason that you decided to kind of work in this in- industry? Or was it something that you just kind of, you know, made your way into it without even realizing? Yeah, I think it's the latter, really. I kind of almost fell into it. Um, it was, uh, so if I if I go from like high school, really, it was almost a point whereby I didn't really know what mm-hmm. I wanted to do in my um, in my career aspect side of things. Um, I knew I wanted to do something to do with numbers and um, analyzing in some sort of way. But yeah. um, I mean, the way I chose um, like the university degree was just thinking, oh, what, what am I? What was I good at? Right? What subjects was I good at? Because I mm-hmm. literally didn't know. Um, and then like. Um, statistics was one of the one was one of the um, modules within uh, maths, which was um, um, I got a really high mark in basically right. in one of the first exams. So like I got ninety odd percent. So oh I was my like, goodness. oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I must be good at this or something, you know. Obviously, um, you were. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I thought, okay, let me go down that line of things, and I, I wanted to keep business as well. Um, right as um as one of the aspects of um, what i wanted to do just to broaden it out a little bit at least um so then that's that's how i ended up choosing um business statistics at reading right um, wow fun- yeah. yeah funnily enough i was the only one that graduated no. <laughs> from that degree no um, way at that university at that particular time yeah because um crazy. a couple a couple dropped out and a couple um uh, moved on to different degrees and things so yeah I mean, it was it was funny at the awkward or um, at the ceremony <laughs> it was just my name called out <laughs> you should have received like double the awards for that honestly like i've I never know, right? heard of that before <laughs> does that ever happen yeah. I, I don't know exactly yeah that was wow. the first um, rare, yeah. rare moment yeah. Uh, yeah and i was gonna say actually i was i, I really applaud you because I mean, I liked maths, um, but statistics was a whole different game, you know, like, yeah. oh my I, goodness. I, I definitely hear a lot of people when they they have some sort of stats incorporated in their degree, they're like, oh, what's yeah. going on? I don't understand it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah all the equations just like gave me so much grief, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I love that the fact that you knew what you were good at and then you carry that on. And like you just said, you know, you were the only person to like finish it. So that definitely <laughs> yeah. means something for sure. And that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so just kind of going back to your role a little bit, what are the hours like? Because I've known you um you know, in the past, and you've mentioned, you know, being able to work from home and the flexibility that you have with it. So what what are the hours like? And, you know, are you do you have that freedom to work wherever you want, as long as you get the job done? Uh, yeah, I guess um, 
I mean, when, when the pandemic, before the pandemic happened, kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, there was a bit, uh, there is an air of flexibility within uh, pharmaceutical industry because a lot of the companies are not based in like central London. Uh, they're yeah. quite um, out of um, off-site kind of locations um, where, where it's quite difficult to get to into the office in particular sometimes. Um, so they were allowing a lot more flexibility in terms of home working. Um, so, so yeah, I have been working from um, home like, mm. for quite a while now, and it's there's a lot of flexibility in that sense because um, as long as you do um, um, like the core hours at least, uh, you can work um, uh, before or after that and, and yeah. make up the time as such. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, you're definitely you're definitely got lots to do going, yeah. um, going forward. So there's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, short of low time or anything like that. Sure. And how do you kind of keep yourself motivated? Because obviously, like you said, since the lockdown, you know, most of us are working from home now. And yeah. I suppose a lot of people are feeling like a burnout after a certain while and the novelty wears off. But like, you know, you've been doing it for a while. So how do you yeah. balance it? Um, it's I, f- I feel it's just getting to a routine. Um, you have to um, make sure you uh, stick to that, really. Um, mm-hmm. So waking up at a certain time, making sure that you... I also separate myself from a, in a separate room as well, so that um, yeah, I'm focused on doing work in that right. particular room. And then if yeah, and if I don't have any distractions such as a sofa sitting there <laughs> or like a television or things like that, although those kind of distractions aren't um, aren't very useful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I find I find it that yeah separating yourself routine is quite key really definitely and i agree with that and i've been trying to do that as well um so obviously you know the role that you're in now seems it is a pretty much an in-house role right so have you ever kind of worked in a different sort of environment say like an agency or can you work as like a contractor uh you know doing the role that you do how does it work like have you ever had to work as an agency before where where you kind of you know handle different clients yeah so um that's how i kind of started out really um so just just jumping back before that so uh, one thing i didn't elaborate on was the fact that um although i chose to do um business statistics um after i ended on that course it was almost like okay i don't know what am i going to do now with this degree kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then um one of the tutors approached me and said oh did you want to do a master's degree um in statistics as well um what they actually they actually called it biometry which is um uh more measuring um statistics um in different different um industries as well and Mm -hmm. um so i thought well if it's just one year then let's give it a go and just carry on doing that um and um yeah so i pursued that and a lot of the work that they do is around pharmaceutical um clinical trial data and um and agriculture data as well, but mainly it was pharmaceuticals um, kind of data, clinical trials, mm-hmm. and that land, that's what landed me in my next role, which was the um, as a statistician. Um, and that that particular company is what we call a contract research organisation, so CRO, right? Um, which is like an agency, which is what um, what you were describing. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I kind of started off in this particular industry, working in like this agency CRO kind of um, um, right. environment. And yeah, a lot of the contra- um, a lot of the um, pharmaceutical companies um, contract work out to these agencies to do uh, particular aspects of the work. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what I mean, did did you enjoy 
that um, side of it or are you kind of like enjoying more of the you know one um, company role rather than doing lots of different projects with different clients uh, I I enjoy the role what I'm doing right now which is um, with the actual pharmaceutical company itself yeah. um, but thinking back to it I think it was good um, starting off in one of these CRO companies because sure. They give you a lot of exposure to a lot of different studies and um, a lot of different um, um, processes uh, that you go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you're kind of building up your skills and knowledge of different aspects of the uh, of the industry. Um, so during my role as a um, statistician, I did get to work on lots of different trials and, and they kind of built me up yeah. in a way that they um, – uh, they start you off at the programming level so that it was almost like um, um, programming all the outputs mm-hmm. um, that are used for analysis. And that's kind of what um, perked my interest. I really liked the programming aspect of those kind of um, right. of, of that kind of work. Mm-hmm. And after after a couple of years, that's why I, why I moved on to a next company um, working in programming instead yes. of being a statistician um, where I'm more like delivering the um analysis as opposed to interpreting it as a statistician um yeah i kind of like um yeah my interest built up more on that side of things yeah yeah Yeah. it makes sense because i suppose as like with most people that i've talked to until you do it you don't know what you really enjoy and yeah exactly so i suppose you kind of built that you know strong foundation of kind of experiencing all these different things but then realizing what you enjoy and then Mm -hmm. taking that um on to like um to develop further yeah nice um so obviously you said well math is obviously a huge component you know and being able to analyze data but what other skill sets would you say is really important do you have to um you know communicate quite a bit like what other qualities would you say is quite vital in this role that you do oh yeah yeah definitely communication is uh key um especially if um we're when you're working in these companies, um, a, a lot of the um, different functions or um, people in the role are based in different uh, countries, different locations and things. So uh, being able to uh, get your message across uh, clearly, concisely is quite um, important. Um, we work a lot with the statisticians as well. So um, it's all, as, as a lot of um, uh, a kind of like an eye for detail is mm. quite important as well. Um, as well as like yeah, programming, technical skills and things. Um, but that's all that's all built up within your particular role as well. Yeah. So, um, I guess another one is project managing, really, yeah. uh, making sure you're on top of um, timelines, deadlines, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're all quite key, really. Cool. Um, I mean, I just want to touch back on the fact that you know the fact that you were the only one graduating from this. Um, particular subject you said and was it hard for you then to not have like I suppose that same peer support that maybe like some of us would have because I know other people who graduated from the same field I did and I could still talk to them about what they were doing you know so how was it for you in terms of guiding yourself through that process um kind of alone in a way but also you know because I think it's always nice to have someone else who's doing the same thing right especially from the same university so how did you go about you know learning what to do and who did you I suppose share your um, views with with what you were doing in terms of work Uh, um, so yeah 
even though I was the only one on that particular degree, um, a lot of my modules um, interlinked with uh, statistics and on business side of things. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, um, I was able to like study with other friends um, uh, during the course of right. that period. Um, so that yeah, there was like support in terms of um, that, and tu- like tutors quite provided quite a lot of support on mm-hmm. on that aspect side of things. Um, but your question was about also the. I suppose like, like during work as well. Yeah, during work. I mean, you know, it's nice to kind of talk to someone who also did the same uh, subject during university, right. especially when you're first stepping into that career ladder, you know, and you can share like information about what each other's doing. So, how was that for you? Um, so, I guess, yeah, it was actually quite strange because um, when I first um, was um, started off as a statistician, there wasn't really any other person at that. Um, that entered as a graduate kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was quite difficult to to have someone relatable actually yeah. to speak to. I think there was um, as as time went on, there there was other like programmers who joined, right. and that's that's how that's the people that I kind of like um, spoke to a lot and like um, yeah, hang around with really. Um, um, work-wise and so yeah I, I still know them now and I still speak to them quite regularly but um, but yeah they're they're the people that I spoke to a lot and kind of like getting some sort of advice as to what they're doing and things mm-hmm. and just yeah just seemed really much more relatable as well in terms of uh, programming so that that's also helped um, um, to to like um, get me further into this yeah. particular uh, role and things like that so yeah so I was yeah. going to say obviously like you know, I was thinking of, like, do I know of any other Asians that work in this field? And I can't think of any except for you. Um, and so did you find the same for you as well? Like, do you know many other Asians working in this? Field? Yeah, the, literally, there's only like, a really small handful that I know of, um, mm. especially, well, in the UK, in particular. Um, in fact, I, one of them, I actually um, referred one of my friends who I did university, who I was at university right. with, um, to actually um, become a programmer. And yeah, he's, he's, he's working um, um, in programming still right. at this, at this time point. Um, but yeah, there is very little um, um, Asian people with, um, when I say Asian, I say, um, like, um, like Far East Asian, um, people in this field, um, in the UK, uh, there is more in like America, um, and though, and that area, um, but yeah, in the UK particular, there's very little, uh, representation if you want, Mm. if you want to put it that way. Yeah. I mean, I hope like some, you know, some, um, of the listeners who are interested will hopefully be able to kind of hear what you have to say and hopefully be able to relate it and actually push them to carry on doing yeah. you know um, uh, going the similar direction so what advice would you give to people who do want to follow in a similar direction to you um, I mean what I, what I do want to say is that it's quite um, it's quite niche in a way mm. uh, what I do because um, I don't think um, a lot of people know that this role it kind of exists almost. Yeah. Um, because if if you're looking at an analysis side of things, you're kind of like uh, more looking into financial side, or you're looking at I don't know maybe marketing side of things or business side of things. But um, this this one, yeah, it's quite niche. And when when I first actually um, heard about it back in university, they were saying that. Oh, even if the economy goes down, you'll still need a statistician in in, right. in, in life. And I was like, oh, really? Like, is it really that key kind of thing? Mm. Um, and it kind of turns out 
that's quite true because looking at the economy right now, it's mm-hmm. kind of like slumped um, a bit, and mm-hmm. there's quite a there's quite a big demand for people like statisticians and programmers right now. There's actually um, we're quite short because they're they're hiring quite a lot, but there's not many um, programmers or statisticians out there yeah. uh, with this kind of experience. So um, maybe I'd say they um, maybe broaden your uh, horizon and in mm-hmm. terms of um, what kind of fields that you can use your skills in. Yeah. Um, don't necessarily need to follow the norm, which is, um, I don't know, in accounting or or um, or, pharma- or pharmacy. Um, if you have those interests, then great. But there, there are definitely a lot more um, variety of jobs out there available. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, keep, keep an eye out and you can use your skill sets in, in different industries. Right. That's such good advice. And I love how, you know, you started so persuasive in luring people into this <laughs> role <laughs> with the whole like, you know, you always need a statistician. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's definitely true, though. And I also really like how you um, talked about the fact that, you know, there are other roles beyond what we normally kind of always hear about. And I mm. think this is why also I wanted to start this podcast to really highlight that, you know, there are roles that we've never heard of before and we get to kind of learn about it. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I think that was such a good advice. I feel like we do need to kind of step out that box and look beyond what what is, you know, already kind of in front of us. So yeah, yeah that's really good advice. So thank you so much. And I feel like I've kind of covered most of what you do, what you like. Actually, no, I haven't. So what do you like most about your job, Daniel? Um, it's quite. Um, I find it's quite a fulfilling role, really, because um, you're working on uh, clinical trials and hoping to um, um, get a drug um, out there which will help to improve people's lives um, and and in the future, really. So mm. obviously, um, it's quite fulfilling uh, yeah. if you do get um, if you do get to work on projects which. Um, help to um, save lives really and that's and and being ethical really as well mm-hmm. so it's um yeah i feel i feel the role is quite fulfilling and it gives you that kind of motivation um Amazing. Yeah, to, to, yeah. to do the right to do the right thing really yeah i mean that's such a good answer as well um the fact that you know it's fulfilling i think with any role that we do i feel like as long as it's fulfilling you then that's really important right because otherwise you kind of lose your sense of purpose in what you're doing exactly yeah um thank you so much daniel i feel like i know so much more and i feel so much smarter just after listening to you talk about what you do um so before I close this off, I also want to ask you more about, you know, what you do outside of work. How do you balance your, you know, work life? Um, what are your interests? I know you do, you know, you used to dance, um, but obviously with the lockdown now happening, you know, what what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? So um, really just, uh, I've, I've done a lot more um, investing as well. Nice. Uh, so just keeping, keeping, um, uh, keeping the tabs on like the future really um in terms of making sure um making yeah. my money grow if you will yeah. um, so that's um that's been something that has been um, um quite um high interest at the moment right, in terms yeah. of so are these yeah. like um you know are you into like index funds or like more individual stocks and shares 
Uh, it's more, um, yeah, just looking at my different portfolios, really, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like even pensions and just um, yes. making sure that I've, I've put them in the right places and things. Um, but yeah, different, different, actually. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite varied in terms of um, investment side of things. Yeah, I feel like investment is so important. And we're not taught about it enough in school, right? Like, I wish, someone, true, yeah. Yeah, I wish someone told me, like, you know, when I was in my early 20s or like even in my teenage years that you know once if you open this portfolio now this index fund and you can just like see the compound interest you know and it's so beneficial for any individual so i would yeah definitely yeah. urge people listening to look into it yeah 100 percent. yeah because um, i think if i i wish i started much earlier but i think it was only about a few years yeah a few years ago when i actually started seriously thinking about it and i kind yeah. of felt that if i focused on it earlier mm-hmm. or had a, had a dab into it earlier then it would have um yeah had some had much more benefits as well yeah. yeah i can relate to that for sure um but yeah it's great that you've you know you did start when you did and yeah making money you know work for you and rather than you working no, for the money so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um interesting and i mean i could like you know i would want to go on about this for on and on but mm. again i just want to obviously say thank you so much for you know joining me today and like the advice that you've given and how you've explained your role has been really clear for me and i'm sure for the listeners too um and yeah so what would be like the next step for you after you know you progress from this stage is there a stage beyond this uh, in terms of my role? Yeah, sorry, kind of got uh, back to your role. <laughs> yeah, so um, so at the moment, um, my role is um, I'm like a contractor. Mm-hmm. So um, so in that side of things, um, I think my plan is to try and continue doing that um, uh, contracting side of things. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite pleased with uh, the way that that's going, really. Nice. Uh, Cool. Again, thank you so much, Daniel. And, you know, I hope uh, once the whole corona situation dies down, we can meet up soon and oh, catch definitely. up in person. Yeah, for okay. sure. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. And bye. Cool. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. bye. bye.